welcome 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 back my brother welcome to the real life anisha p how are you i'm good sister how you doing Oh, I am great. I mean, I got a lot of emails saying, when is the comedian coming on to talk about this distress in the bedroom? I said, uh, it's coming on soon. You know, um, I'm going to make sure I have him on because he's going to tell it how T.I. is. He's Amen. not going to sugarcoat anything. That's right. Amen. Team No uh, Fear. That's right. It was good seeing you, even though it was um, a sad occasion. It was good to see you and your lovely wife um, a few weeks ago. That's right. That's right. All right, Peter, sister Mimi. All right, P. Mimi. You are missed and loved. So what's been up with you? Oh, man. Uh, We've just been working on uh, the third season of the talk show. We, we flipped the series to Unbiased, where we go deep in. Well, we started to uh, no holes barred punches. We talk about everything. And what I like to do, I like to take an objective stance. So I basically like tell you how it really is. Not anything that I have a bias on. I overlook that and I just give you the straight facts. Then I bring along some of my friends who are versed in different topics. And we have a marvelous time. That's right, and that's how it should always be. I always tell people, when you speak from your heart and you speak the truth, people don't like that, but to hell with what people think. You get one life, you got to live it, and you got to walk in your truth. That's right, that's right, because, uh, I mean, this year we've already had, like, D-Red from the Batman Boys. Uh, we, we've had Al D. Freeman, uh, one of the most uh, legendary elder comedians in Houston. Um, in addition to that, uh, we touched on different topics. Uh, I even touched on personal topics that, uh, you know, I had different issues with certain clergy members, uh, okay. which I won't name, and I let them have it. And uh, the world, the world was appreciated. They appreciated what we had to offer. Uh, but but coming up here now, uh, we equipping everybody with the game on uh, how to be successful. Uh, matter of fact, our last episode, uh, me and my wife talked about our health journey. We brought a gentleman on that was about 600 pounds. He went through his health journey. Now he's 250. And mm. he told this whole story. And uh, what we've already done this year, uh, we moved uh, some of the uh, previous episodes to Xfinity. So now we're on television. So it's on the great things that's coming up. It, in the words of my best friends, J. Cole, it's all the way up. And that's how <laughs> he says it's all the way up. And that's all you can do is build up. I mean, I don't think people really understand the grind that you really do putting your shows together, um, getting people on that will actually speak the truth. Sometimes people come on because they just want to be on TV or they come on your podcast because they just want to hear themselves talk. <sighs> you know how that goes. Right. But the way that I weed that out is that I have a personal uh, relationship or a connection with whoever comes on. Mm -hmm. So let's just say I have someone who everybody believes is a celebrity. Since I'm in a certain lane, I have a chance to be around those people in ways that others can't. So I'm around them and we kick we kick the knowledge. We talk. We have drinks. Uh, we be at places. And, you know, we, we build that kinship or that bond, and all it does is just permeate on screen. Yeah. And, you know, but also, even though you you have a bond with certain people, 
Right. Certain people still just want their little two or three minutes of fame. Not all people, but certain people. I mean, it's just, it's a dog eat world out there. And you just gotta, just gotta weave them out. So I want to talk to you because I came up with this subject, distressed in a bedroom, because a lot of my girlfriends and even I had issues in the bedroom. Speaking from a man's perspective, because you're very genuine when you speak, what have, if there ever been any issues with you, why do you think it's distress in the bedroom for a man? Well, I mean, you know, I'm a man of a certain age. So let's just say uh, my priorities change after a certain time period. Uh When I was in my teens and my 20s, Excuse my language, I was about fucking. So <laughs> it was gonna go. You know what I'm saying? You know, I wasn't too picky. You know, uh you had if you had a nice attribute, we was going. If you were feeling me, I was feeling you, we was going. Then when you hit them thirties, you start to want to talk to them and get into their mind. Because when you're twenties, you run into all different type of problems. You know, you might mess with a woman. Woman got an extra man here. And now you you go over her house. The man knocking on the door probably got the key. Yeah. And then you you caught in the blind and in the lurch. But mm-hmm. see, had you had stopped and you looked and you started all the red flags, you knew that wasn't a place for you to be. So uh, in your 30s, you started asking different questions. And, you know, when, when you started getting more serious situations, you know, it's best to get into their mind first, understand the person that they are, then decide if you want to take it to that point. Also, don't belabor the fact of, of sex. I mean, you need to make sure that you're sexually compatible with that individual. Because, uh, I mean, you know, you could spend probably three, four months trying to get to know somebody. And then when you get into that, get into that situation, you find out that that person is not the one that you want to share that sexual experience with um, for many different reasons. Maybe it's the older, uh, maybe it's the uh, aptitude. Maybe they don't, they don't know different positions or uh, maybe, uh, I mean, they uh, organs may not be good enough for you. So all I'm saying is, you know, try to try to nip it in the bud quickly, use your level of discernment, but you got to figure out who compatible for you. So with me, I mean, I've been in long-term relationships most of the time uh, that I've been on the dating scene. Um, So I was able to find out if the person was sexually compatible with me. And and then from there, it just just go. And then also, you have to realize, too, that will this person, this person that that you had this bond with, this person that you're enamored with, Will they be able to hold your attention and sustain it for a long period of time? Mm-hmm. So if they're not that person, you might not want to go serious like that with them because that'll lead to your cheating and other problems that could happen. You know, I I was um like I said, I I I can count on, you know, how many men I've actually been sexual with and um those sexual encounters were um, you know, we were dating and we were dating for long periods of time. And you just and I don't believe that you just give your your cookie up just to give it up, right? right. It has to be some type some type of connection. 
And in my case, you know, this experience that I had with this guy that I was seeing, it was horrible. Like we connected on levels like he's very, he was very intellectual. Um, he had his stuff together, but sexual, he could not like he got on top of me and he was done. And I, I just felt like Seely in the color purple. Hmm. See, all right. So this is the thing too. Like, do you want to build a bell? Do you want somebody trained to go? Because you can get in a situation where a person may not be versed, or a person have deficiencies. Some deficiencies you could work out. You could kind of, you know, like nicely tell them, like, "Hey, maybe next time do it like this," or "I like it like this." And see if they receptive. If they not, if they stubborn, if they, you know, stuck in their ways, well, then you got to go your way. Um, but me, I, I mean, I, I, I really, I, to be honest with you, with distress, uh, uh-uh. uh, I ain't with no distress because I put it to the test. You understand? What is the test, my brother? Because you know, you always, you, you always elaborate, elaborate so well. When you come on the show, and that's why you're one of the fan favorites, because you give great um, analogy on this. So you mean to tell me you put them to the test? What is a test that you put them to? I mean, let us know. Let us sisters know what we need to learn from this tonight. See, look, so, you know, I'm different type brother. So, you know, youngsters, they don't understand this, like, yeah, you have sex. That could be exhilarating, yeah, but that's a short-time deal. But the whole thing is to chase the whole journey to get there. You know what I'm saying? You got to mm-hmm. get that sexual tension right. And if you're going to speak on something, if you're going to talk about what you're going to do, make sure you can back up what you can do. <laughs> now, if you 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 one of them uh, dysfunctional mother, excuse my language, one of them dysfunctional motherfuckers, you know, uh, erectile, you know, dick scared persons uh you know they have help for that you can go to your doctor and they go on and give you that little blue pill the little white pill you go to mexico and come back ten dollar pill uh, <laughs> you know you can find somebody out here they got one because they sell them on the streets too yeah. or do whatever you know if you got to drink you some gin that's gonna make you sin do it too but you got to come ready for the game See, it ain't all on the man's side, too. It's on woman's side, too, because sometimes a woman might not really feel a man. A woman might put on the perception like she do because the man may have other attributes, maybe financial, mm-hmm. maybe a certain status, maybe he look or dress a certain way, or maybe the fact that he used to deal with somebody that they don't like, so they trying to use him to get back at them and, and it's cause a jealous type thing. So it's a lot of different angles to it. But when you in there, you got to be in there for sure. Like you got to put on your work boots? Yeah, you got to get in there for sure. You got to act like a, a starving Ethiopian with a piece of bread <laughs> that they finally let you get, you know, or you straight out the penitentiary. I, I know y'all seen uh, that BMF episode where Homeboy got out the crazy house. He was in that little, uh, I think it was like a Coney Island. They had that big girl on the floor. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. You got to put on your hard head. You got to go to work. Well, you know, with this guy, you know, um, like I said, we 
we were dating and you know and it was you know it was getting serious and he was saying all the stuff he was gonna do and i'm a grown-ass woman and i have a high sex drive and i am very freaky in the bedroom and i told him the type of stuff i like i told him i said when you hitting it from the back i need you to choke me i said i like to be choked i said spank me pipe me on my ass um and you know it was like okay but it was just, it was just like he just got he got in and he was like, huh? and he was done and he fell asleep on me. Damn. How old was he? Forty five. Yeah, that, that that about that time that blood pressure done kicked in. What what y'all eat before y'all started doing that? You know, he had um we had I had bought him, I'm not gonna say the the type of food we had because he'll probably know I'm talking about him. But yeah, um let's just say that it was a hot ass mess because he fell asleep on me. Mm. I was like, Can you get up? I need to take a shower. Um, I don't want your uh that your little latex to fall off and you know, just get up. And he was like, It's so tight and it's so good and it's ooh. And I'm like, I couldn't like what what are you on for? I'm like, I was thinking that we about to get down and just he was about to just do like this person that I used to talk to do just be all up in it. And this dude was just horrible. And I went and I took a shower and I and I um got back in bed and um he can lay back on me. And he was snoring. He said it was so good. And he went back to sleep. And I'm like, what was good? Because you ain't really enjoy the ride. You yeah, microwave. I didn't get a chance to ride him. He didn't get he didn't hit it from the back. He didn't he was like, he was so I don't know if it was over excitement, but Ken, a woman with me, I like, I like, I'm aggressive in the bedroom, right? I'm Aquarius. Aquarius. Men and women, we're aggressive, we're very sexual, and you know, we and then hell, I'm from Fifth Ward, so you if we talk shit, we gonna bring it, right? Yeah, you you on some gangster shit. You you basically like, you know, shit, you know, act like damn that like you like you finna do something, like like you are eternal, but really don't slap me, but you know yeah. with that type of with that type of aggression. I, I know what you mean. I and and I need that, you know, and I'm like, I'm sexual, like I, I want, I like to be choked. Now, don't choke me out to where my ass pass out and shit, and I'm waking up somewhere else. No, choke me to where and whisper shit in my ear, bite me on my neck, like, do shit that turns me on. And I'm gonna do shit that turns you on, too. And it was like, and I don't give fellatio to everyone, and, and I was like, I'm not gonna eat much, try to give this man fellatio, because first of all, he'll probably fall, he'll just pass out before I if I even breathe on it, so a what, blow what, on it. Was the man overweight? No. He, okay, so he wasn't overweight. He's in tip-top shape, fine. Um, I just, I guess he didn't have enough melanin in his skin tone. I don't know. No, Maybe. no. It, it, it could be blood pressure when you're that age. Your blood pressure, you know, if, if it ain't in order, it could cause you a problem. Um. Also, too, if he ain't had none in a while, that might could cause him to be a quick start. 
Uh, I, I mean, I, I really can't say nothing to help the brother. I mean, goddamn. Brother, why did he call me and tell me um, you just wanted to have sex with me? And then you didn't hear, you didn't talk to me anymore. You didn't call me anymore after I put it down in the bedroom. I said, huh? I, uh, y'all had a role reversal. Because normally back in the day, men used to be in your shoes and women used to call and say, why you ain't calling me no more? Yeah. That, that back was right there. I bet that made you want to call the brother that was putting it down. No, because I'm really mad at him right now. <laughs> Why, I'm he not toxic? mad at him right now. I'm not going to say I'm mad at him right now. But I know that that's just that that person, him and I, we, the the chem, I, the sexual, it's just like, oh, it's so intense and it's so powerful. And he'll activate my crazy. And I don't need that. So let me let me be a counselor for a moment. <laughs> okay. So the gentleman that that that's truly compatible, you're not talking to him right now for whatever reason. I'm not talking. I haven't talked to him in months. Okay. Um, let me tell you why. I just feel that because this is someone from my past, and mm-hmm. um, I just feel that. I feel with him, our it's so intense, right? Mm-hmm. Everything is intense, and it's like I'm very mouthy, right? And I might say shit that he doesn't like, mm-hmm. and um, I I don't trust him, but I, I mean I don't trust him because of past issues and stuff, but. I can say that whenever we were together from even back then, um, I'm not going to say when we were intimate or nothing like that, but when we were intimate, he, it was like, man, I finally got some dick after all these years. Well, not all these years, but he was like my top three, right? Mm-hmm. He's my top three. Like he got some good dick like he chokes me the way that I want to be choked oh and he had told me to get on his face and ride his face and oh I'm sorry I'm getting I'm getting explicit brother but oh my goodness like and then it's like he be so aggressive when I be on top of him riding him and it's just like he's so dark and chocolate and he's just I like dark skinned men right and that's my problem. Like, I need to, I, I date, I've I've been into light-skinned men, too, because the guy that I was telling you about is, you know, but with him, is like, he's like, he's so rich in chocolate, and he's just, I don't know, I just can't deal with him. Why? Why? Because you feel like you lose control. Oh, yes. I don't want to lose control. Well, sometimes that could be good, but you we gotta understand we grown to at the same time. Just like how you can, you know, control your emotions and everything at work to go get that check. Control your uh, emotions to get what you need. You see what I'm saying? You know, and, and, and then understand that you know if that's what it's gonna be, then it's gonna be. But I don't want 
I'm going to be honest with you. He makes me feel so freaking vulnerable, right? And I don't like to feel vulnerable. Like, I feel like, and I know, and and, and that's the issue, and that's a problem that I know I got to work on, right? Because I'm always, I don't like to show my vulnerability side, right? And with him, it's like all guards are dropped. And here I am all vulnerable and stuff. And I don't want that. I don't like that. I don't like to feel vulnerable with him. Well, I mean, that's a part of the game. I mean, I, I know you've been married before, so you know how it go. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're in a type of uh, bond, relationship, marriage. You're going to have to have that level of, of vulnerability where you can be at one with that person, where that person can truly understand you for being you. And they know when you're hurting they know when you're elated. They know when you're depressed. Um, I mean, that's just all a part of the game. And then what I would suggest, you know what I'm saying, try to patch up that bond. Just go slowly. You know what I'm saying? And have control over it. You know what I mean? And, and come with those parameters or boundaries. You know, like, because I, I can see from what you're saying that, um, you know, if you get into it, you're going to be like, hey, you're going to have to be monogamous. I'm gonna have to be the only one getting that. Yeah, and, right. and that's the thing. And I, and you know what, I love this man, right? I love him, and I know he loved me too. But I love him, and and I, ha- but I just don't want to, because he'll make me pull up on him, and and I'm I'm at this age in my life where the Lord has delivered me from my craziness, because you know you have too much to lose, right? Especially when you don't work hard and you don't put everything in. I don't want to lose myself, right? I don't want to lose myself. And with him, every time I'm with him, it's like I, I, he, he, you know, knocks down these walls. And and then, you know, we're together and we're laughing and we're joking. It's like, who we just pick right back up? Like if nothing never happened. But then we go on these, um, extended vacations right mm-hmm. where i don't want to i'm not dealing with it i don't hear from him and he don't hear from me um i know he listens to my show all the time and i know he i know he does and i and i can feel him and i i can feel when he's happy and when he's sad but right now where i'm at there's just a risk i don't want to take well i mean you got to be team no fit for your happiness because what you're going to continue to do, you're going to continue to run into uh, the yellow man. <laughs> and when you run into the yellow man, you're going to be upset. <laughs> so you might as well go for the gusto, go for what you know. Yeah, I he- did, and I ain't turned back. And Ooh. you see how marvelous the world done worked for me. Yes, and I see that. And you know what I'm like? I said, nigga, you and I are supposed to be together. Like, you and me are supposed to be together. Cause when it's good, it ain't nothing better. Like it's like when it's there, it's there. But at the at the same time, I'm not gonna pour myself into someone that that's only willing to give me a, a piece of them, right? So so I, I I have took a hiatus on on everything. Like I'm just like I mean, don't get me wrong. I be having those. I mean, like I sleep with a thousand pillars on my bed. Like, damn, you know, sometimes I be wanting to roll over and jump on the dick and ride it, and especially his tongue, because he got a powerful-ass tongue. But, it's neither here nor there. I have to accept the fact where I just leave people where they are, 
because there's one thing about life is sometimes you you don't supposed to revisit your past right and um because the past sometimes need to be just there so i'm just i'm just waiting on you know you told me you was gonna hook me up with somebody you had somebody in mind so i'm 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 a um i'm a wait i'm just waiting like right now i'm but I'm see, not. I'm not horny. But see, I, well, I'm gonna tell you. Yeah. People give you all type of cliches, right? Mm-hmm. Or things that they think may work. You know, that may be popular opinion. But if you're a unique person, that don't necessarily have to work for you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why you know we grown. We got the freedom to to make any situation the way that we want to. It could be customized mm. directly for us. So what I would say is whatever you find to make you happy, make it work. You know what I'm saying? And, and try to get outside of the corner and get into the spiritual, get into their mind and try to figure out like, hey, why is this person giving me this small bit? Is it something that they seeing that maybe throwing them off? Maybe, may, may, maybe they afraid. And, and I know then, that's what it is, Kim, yeah. because he told me, brother, he says... Because like I said, him and I, we really have a history. Like our history, we really, our history go way back to Wheatley, okay? Mm-hmm. We have a we have a history. And um, I know when something is wrong. I know when things are not right. And I know this person has been really hurt really bad. And I've been hurt really bad. And I have these guards up and, you know, I told you about the vulnerability thing. I don't want to feel vulnerable. I don't want to show a vulnerable side to me. And I know how, you know, as my brother, as a comedian, as friend, how would I, you speaking to me as your sister now, how do you suggest I let go of that? I mean, number one, you got to take all of the, Afraid thoughts to the side. Put that to the side. Use your mind for a moment. Look at it from a logical point of view. Uh, Do this person fulfill, you know, certain aspects of my life to a high level? Yes. Is this person, uh, you know, presentable? Like, you know, we have a certain age. If I wanted to go somewhere. Yeah. If I want to go to Frisco, I want to go to Ocean Air, I want to go to, you know, a nice place. This person got the right uh, aspects about them. They got the right manners. This person treat me fine. But most importantly, do this person, is he good enough to be around my children like that? Yeah, that person, he's, he's, he got his shit together. You know, right. I'm not going to mess with no slouch, right? You right. already know that. But... but but that's why I, that, that that's why I gotta say because I mean look time is short, all you gotta do you know what I'm saying try to make it work, cause see at the end of the day, you all want to look up and you fifty fifty five, <laughs> that person fifty five too, that person may have moved on with their life and you look at it like that's the person that got away, uh. match for your dreams right now, and do what you need to do right now. Because, see, you know, like you say, what, all that pussy shit got to go to the side. Be uh-huh. a gangster. If that what you want, go get your prize. <laughs> see me, I'm gangster. I don't I give a fuck. I see you. I don't give a fuck. Cause, uh, 
you know, uh, me and my wife been together, uh, yeah, going on seven, yeah, six, seven years. And, uh, you know, when I first met her, I met her like 10 years ago, about 10, 11 years ago. And, uh, you know, she did me at first. She wasn't feeling what I was talking about. She, you know, because I came up in that Gucci jacket, diamonds on, everything. She I thought I was trying to pimp. <laughs> hey, pimping wasn't easy back then. That's right. But, <laughs> you know, but when I took time to, you know what I'm saying, take them crutches away. Because, uh-huh. see, what I was doing, you know, in the hood, you got crutches. Like, if I wear a certain thing, if I dress a certain way, if I be a certain way, you know, that's going to catch the eye of it certain type of female and you know i feel like you know that was gonna go for everything but when you catch that right one they looking for your heart they ain't looking for what you got on your body or, or what type of capping you're doing mm-hmm. so i think you found that right one so all you got to do is come straight real you know and what I, i'm saying you know the thing is i have i i've been real with this man since we was teenagers mm-hmm. i've been real i've been honest but that I just gotta figure it out. But right now I'm like I'm at a place now, honestly, where I'm content on my peace and my joy right now. And I feel that whatever's meant to be, it won't miss me. But I do miss that dick. Like that dick is good. Ain't no look, ain't no wrong if you say go back, you know, for uh snack. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you know, but I want the whole fucking course. I want it all. And like I said, he knows what to do with me. And, you know, but, you know, so, yeah, I, I've been distressed in the bedroom, too. And the guy, the light-skinned guy that we're speaking of, um, that was a long time ago. But he calls periodically trying to get me to, um, you know, talk to him. And, you know, because my number has been the same for the last 13 years. Mm-hmm. Um I just can't. Yeah, but then it's like this too. Like, okay, one of the old adages people used to tell me, they say, love the one who love you, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the person that love me, if they ain't my cup of tea, it ain't gonna work. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So all that he doing, you know, running behind shoe showing, that ain't gonna do nothing for you. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, yeah, he might take you out, you know, and this, that, and other, but when it comes down to the gusto, boy can't do the gusto. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. And I just want, brother, I want somebody that's solid like me. Someone that's going to meet, just like you say, put on those boots and bring it, you know? Yeah. I I need that. I need that balance. I need somebody to, because I'm hard-headed. I got a smart-ass mouth. I, I tell it like it is. I'm blunt. I don't sugarcoat shit. So I want a man to be able to like, baby, I got this. Yeah, you you want an alpha. Yeah, I need more, that. Don't know want no beta, because see them beta Ted like the beta. Hey, right, alpha. <laughs> put it like this. Alright, so where I grew up, it was a elder gentleman. Mm-hmm. They used to date one of my aunties. Um and you know the, the man he was married but the man was on top of his shit had his paper everything and she had to want for shit she called the man the man come wow what you need that took care of you know what i'm saying and what he say go because mm-hmm. he handling business 
You know what I'm saying? And apparently he ain't in the business because she down with it. You see what I'm saying? But see, then you got the beta man. Beta man, he want to drive your car, take you to work. <laughs> he he went, You come home, got dirty dishes. He done laid there. He done fucked up the dishes. He eating the cheering little snacks. You know what I'm saying? He up the noodle. You know, he ain't trying to provide. He asking you, baby, you got some money on the gas. You know, I need this little money. I'm finna go get me an outfit. You know, see that type of <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. Not an outfit, but an outfit. I'm done. Outfit. Yeah. Because he won't go outside. You know, he won't <laughs> take pictures. He won't be on Instagram outside. I'm outside, child. Flexing yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, you outside she locked the tap lock on your ass. You ain't going to go back in. Your bitch will go sleep in that car tonight. Or wherever. You sleep at your mama, huh? <laughs> but uh, them type, you know, and, and see, it's a, um, a increase of them type that's out here. And see, yeah. that make it tough on the strong man. Because see, what happened is the strong man, he got to put up with all of the uh, defense mechanisms that the woman that dealt with the beta is going to come with. Mm-hmm. She like, Because, you know, a woman, after she go through some shit like that, she finally get him out of the system. She play Mary J. Blige all night. She ain't going <laughs> to cry. You know, she, she meet this good nigga. You know, mm-hmm. good nigga. She might meet him through one of her friends at the gallery or something. Mm. You know, he coming with the good line, you know. He just being him, but the beta man came with a good line, too. So she trying to do her cross check, you know. Mm-hmm. And then she might know people that know him. She trying to do her cross check. So when the man take out this, that, and the other, you know, he get all type of demands like, I only eat this, I only eat that. Because she don't want to be subjugated or, 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 or in a down position. She don't want to be with no crumb, so she's trying to make sure this man ain't no crumb. You know what I'm saying? And then that put off the real man, because the real man, like, what's she here for? She trying to get more out of me? Mm. You see how that worked, the mixed message? Yeah. And see, that's why you ha- you wonder why the good man roll a certain way, then the beta man is here, and then the woman that may be confused or may have been distressed by the beta man is out here and she just like, you know, I can't find nobody. But that's why I'm saying you got to like, if you really done with it and got closure, let the beta man go and take the real man for what it is because you already know the signs of the real flags to look for. You don't have to do nothing extra to put no, no extra stress on the real man. Just accept the real man for who he is. That's right. And come and come with it, cause it's like this. Whenever we try something we don't like, uh-huh. let's just say, all right, I I stay by Ninfa. I go to Ninfa probably every Friday. I eat chicken quesadilla, but today I'm gonna go and try this El Carbone. Uh-huh. I eat the El Carbone. Oh man, the El Carbone told me if my stomach hurt. Now I don't want. I'm not finna throw away the home Ninfa. I just know not to mess with Al Carbone no more. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see. So you you got to stick in the lane that you're looking for. You got to know exactly what you want. And what you want ain't going to never do you wrong. That's right. That is so right. And, and you know, and I have, you know, I have a circle of girlfriends that, that are highly educated. We, very successful. We all got good 
European jobs. Like we're all like we got our shit together, right? And um these you know the stories the stories that come out of their mouth with some of these men are just hideous. Like why do men have why men are so some men, not all men, are so arrogant and cocky. Like they put up this, you know, this facade of this alpha male and they really a beta male. And then they they worse than a beta male in the bedroom. But see, what it is, is uh, when people have self-doubt or they feel inadequate, they'll put on the extra layer of cockiness. Mm. Uh, when you know you really got it, you ain't got to put no extra sauce on it. That's right. You, you When you know you got it, you can walk in the room. And people know who you are. You don't have to be loud. You know what I'm saying? Because like they used to tell me when I was growing up, the hardest one in the room was the quiet one. That's right. And, uh, you know, I can just say from growing up, our environment taught us that if you were loud and did that and the other, that were frowned upon. Mm-hmm. I remember one of my cousins told me, because, you know, at, at one point, I used to be like, like to chat a little bit too much, chatty patty. she say... <laughs> You know, ain't no real woman gonna like that. Real woman ain't gonna like that. You see what I'm saying? But see, what the problem is now, the hood environment all messed up, black community all messed up to where people so scared to tell people the truth. Uh So they'll let a lot of fuck shit go on because it's they people. They'll just write it off, oh, oh, that's him. You know what I'm saying? But no, tell him. Tell him to, to, to get off his ass. That's to right. him to get his shit together. Because at the end of the day, what all that matters is the man is supposed to build the kingdom. Not to say that the woman can't build her own, but at the same time, in order for you to get a queen, like when you look at the olden time, when you go on Game of Thrones, when the king came and he was looking for his queen, guess what he had? He had a castle for everything. They had a big hoorah. They brought him in. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And he say, this is yours now. You know what I'm saying? This what you got. You know what I'm saying? This, that, and other. And I know you got a kingdom. You know what I'm saying? Bring that here too. That's ours. You know what I'm saying? And then everybody family rocking. That's the way it's supposed to be. It ain't supposed to be where, you know, the queen holding down the throne and you out here to court jester. That's so. right. And, you know, and I, and I always, you know, I, I think that over the years with everything um, in life, you know, and I'm like, because so, sometimes we have to reevaluate ourselves as well and, you know, and work on the things that we need to work on. And for myself, you know, I know it's like with me, I know there is no such thing as a perfect man because if it was, then my my ideal man would be a little bit of Malcolm X a little bit of Marcus Garvey, Langston Hughes, James Baldwin, and uh, Larry Hoover. But of course, that's not the real world. But in in my world, if I could have all that in there, then that would be the perfect ideal man for me. But since that is not the perfect ideal man for me, I learned to fast, right? And ask for clarity and go into detail with God exactly what I want, what no, what I need, because my want is just a want, but my need is something very strictly 
on a God sense, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I just wanted to detail with God about everything that I want in a man. And I have not been touched in a long time. Hmm. Because I want, I want when it's time for me to be intimate with someone, I want him to meet me on every level, right? Mm-hmm. Every level is, you know, every level. And with me, I like to be stimulated first, um, mentally, you know, stimulate me, arouse my mind, arouse my free thinking. I totally get it. I'm glad you're on here because you have given so much clarity to my listening audience. I want to touch on something with you because you're so um, blunt and honest. I got an email. You know, I get all types of emails, right? Right. Um, A man told me that a woman should be seen and not heard. Uh, Which decade he came from? He in the 50s. You know it. <laughs> Because, cause see, see, it's a different game out here now. And, you know, women are empowered. See, that comes from somebody who may have uh, a lack of confidence. They may be afraid to have a strong woman. See, all right, I'm putting it to you like this. Your woman have an extra pair of eyes that you don't have. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she need to be seen, but she also need to be heard, too, because she's going to give you some game that you can't see. Because sometimes a man could be blinded because we also can be one track. A woman could be multi-threaded. She's thinking about different things at one time and also can see different uh, energies that go on in a certain building. So where a man may feel like something may be for him, woman say, hey, you might want to think about it this way. You see what I'm saying? And that's where you have a difference in the ascension of certain couples now than you did before. Because think about this, in the olden times, 50s, beyond, or whatever, the man, if the man was a central part, man say, you stay at home, you clean up, you do this here, you do that there, you stay out the business. I'm going to go get the money, this, that, and other. That's an antiquated way of thinking because you can only get so far. Yeah, you seen them people, like, back in the days, like, you know, let's take Fifth Ward, for example. You know, like, y'all might have lived in a little shotgun house, and y'all ain't had to walk for nothing, but think about it. If the woman was in power, y'all would have been in Bel Air. That's right. You would have had more. See, you only stifle yourself when you had that line of thinking. So I, what I like to tell that brother is, look here, you need to research yourself, and see where your lacking is, build up, and also not allow, but understand where a woman coming from. That woman have a point of view. She she can voice it. <laughs> she don't have to be quiet. And then that make you even more strong as a unit. You know what I told him, and that is so true. And I told him, I said, first of all, let me tell you this. A woman should never just be seen and not heard i say because anytime a man goes through a woman birth canal the mm-hmm. first voice he hear is a mother's cry mm-hmm. so who are you to say that a woman should be seen and not heard and see it goes against nature too like people want to stand on the bible yes okay now you got to look at the bible that you read you reading king james version 
So when King James perverted the Bible, same author, he was the author. He authored a demonology book. So you're going to take his word for it. If you look exactly. back, if you look back in divinity over time, ancient Kemet, the power structure was a matriarch. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So if the if the woman is the birth of civilization, because like you said, the woman is the birth canal. Without the woman, that would not be civilization. Why would you want to stifle her progress or keep her quiet? Exactly. And when I told him that, and I told him, I said, first of all, the Bible is based on the Kemet teaching. Um, and he was like, what? I said, the Kemet teaching, do you know that they changed Kemet from Kemet to Egypt? And he, well, I don't know about all that. I just know about the what the word of God said. I said, that's what's wrong with a lot of y'all people. Y'all take the word of God and y'all switch it up for your own selfish use. And I was done with it because you can't you can't make someone see the truth, even though it's standing right in front of them, or even though if it's sitting right in front of them, or even if they see it, you can't make them see it. And you already know how these so-called pastors are. Mm-hmm. Don't even get me started on the pastor, because I could give you so many passages by pastors as ignorant. You know I can too. Because I'm going to tell you like this. See, the whole thing is, when you look at, I'll give you an example. If you look at uh, the Nat Turner movie, mm-hmm. where they had Nate Parker playing, the master came out and told him to read that scripture that way because I want you to get them in line. And if you do this, I do this for you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so, so if they pushing that line, that line has been pushed for so long and they put it out here for you to see it. When are you going to wake up? When are you going to realize that what you learn, what you reading or, or what you having another man dictate to you is not the proper way. If you really a spiritual person, you can see as you live that look, and I'm going to say something very controversial that people may not understand. I believe God is a black woman. Cause see God got, see the black woman got the ways of God. Uh, 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 the way God is written. Because think about it like this. Who going to tell you look but not touch? I tell people this all the time. A black woman is the closest thing to God. As a black woman is the mother of civilization and every nation had to come through us, what color do you think God is? And and then on top of that, when you start to look at this, all when you look at all these commercials, they start to have a white man with a black woman. Mm-hmm. All right. If you look at all of the different uh, polls that come out census or whatever, the white race will be uh, a minority in the next twenty years. So what is that telling you? If you look at the NBA right now. It's a million Clay Thompsons. Of course. So they using that gene pool and that melanin to build up. So where do that lead a black brother? So the black brother is disenfranchised due to mis- uh, miscommunication, uh, false knowledge, uh, different traps that set up. Because see, look, we glorify the thugging. We glorify everything that's wrong. 
then you put out certain things out here that that cause a wedge between the black woman and black man when you start to uh, discuss Kevin Samuel. People don't like Kevin Samuel, but I'm gonna tell you one thing like this: Kevin Samuel is what's needed right now because they need to tell folk the truth because he's uh, indiscriminate. He will tell the man or the woman that they wrong and they ain't nothing. And that's what I, I have. I have a friend who um, he's a, a college basketball coach, and me and him are. He likes me a lot. Um, he's but he's just all over into camp. Kevin Samuels, he's a noob, and you can't tell him anything because he loves Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels um, is the law. Everything he says about a black woman is the law. Everything he does and says and 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 shows is the law. And I can't deal with it. I can't. I can't be in a relationship or get get allow a man like that to be close to me because he's fucking crazy. Hmm. Like, that's weird. I mean, Kevin Samuels is gay. Yeah. And you getting, you getting advice from a gay, and I love gay men, okay? Because they, they're some of my closest friends. But how can a straight man take advice from a gay man? Well, I'm going to tell you like this. Some of the best advice that I've received came from a woman. Basically, y'all grew <laughs> when I was growing <laughs> up. You see what I'm saying? And, right. You know, and if we're looking at a, a sense of equality and gay rights, if there's a gay man, you have to think of him in the same line. I wouldn't say same as a woman, but think of it as the same line, right? Mm -hmm. So the attributes of getting information from a woman, they're going to be blunt, honest, and they're going to tell you the truth. If they really perturb with you and they tired of seeing it, they're going to tell you the truth. The same uh with with the gay brother you see what i'm saying but he hadn't come out and he hadn't declared that he is so i would say alleged but at the same time i mean you know people have different mannerisms or whatever but hey there's neither here or there but if they take away who is the messenger and look at the message mm -hmm. that's the truth if you look at the message look nine times out of ten if uh, a brother making a certain amount of paper he going to look for a mate on a certain level. Now, there are caveats because you can't make a, black, a blanket statement. Some folks like, okay, look, like let's just say a dude a millionaire, a dude see you, he like you. That could go. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But overall, millionaires, you, you know, the stereotype is they get the ditzy, a uh, young chick, you know, with the with, with whatever attributes that she have, and you know, he take her up, and you know, that's his trophy. But you you can't put that blanket on everybody because people are different. But people people got to understand. Look, to be objective, listen to the message, not the messenger, because we all not perfect. Because hell, people can look at me, you know, even though I I walk the line perfectly. In my opinion, they might pull something up on me and say, why are we listening to Ken? Well, you know, at the end of the day, I always say that respect is due to a dog. And I have listened to some of the things he said about black women. And and though he came through a black woman, I don't agree with how he delivers his message to those black women. I don't listen to him. 
you know, I listened to him in the beginning to hear what he was saying because my friend was like, you need to listen to him. Like, he's really good. Like, he's really, really good. He's really good. But, you know, I've heard better. Hmm. And and that's just what that's my opinion. And and I'll stick by what I believe in. I don't feel that it's right to be disrespectful to a black woman or be disrespectful to a person, period, because you don't know they struggle or what they're going through if they call and ask for advice. But I, I would say it's a, his approach is abrasive. If his approach was a tad bit toned down. And, and he had a little bit of empathy, it would be accepted more. Because mm. uh, what he's telling folk, he's telling folk the truth. He's telling them the truth. Now, the problem is people don't want to accept the truth today. Like, there's a lot of folks that look at Dave Chappelle's last comedy special, The Closer. Mm-hmm. And they got a problem with it. But this man spoke actual fact. Yes, he did. And he so, delivered it. He delivered the receipts. Right. So, I mean, at the end of the day, people have to be more receptive to the truth. Mm. Get out of your feelings. Understand that, look, we not all perfect. We all got growth, growth opportunities. Accept that feedback. And see, this is the problem. People don't want to accept that feedback that way. They'll never grow. And that's why you see a lot of folks that get up in age, stuck in their ways, disgruntled and miserable because they didn't heed to the feedback that, that was given to them. They could have easily turned it around. That's why I always tell folk, I'm like, look, I'm 40. I know all my friends, we're in the same group. Now's the time. If we need to get that feedback from somewhere, now's the time to get it, receive it, and turn around. Because when you start to hit 50 and 60, you know, you turning back. Yeah. So get it right now. You know what I'm saying? And also understand that we're not going to live forever because yeah. people our age group, they passing on. So what are you going to establish for your legacy? Um, what, what, what are you going to do? Because, I mean, think about it like this. People out here worried about, you know, who's screwing who, uh, what they going to do, this, that, and the other. But when you pass, when you have something to leave for your children, when you have something that the world can remember you by when they, when they call your name. And then also what are you for the other side? When you get to the other, other part of the game, when you're in, when you're afterlife, what seeds have you sold to get there? Cause if you, if you all, you know, in disarray right now and you hadn't, you know, made the, the proper adjustment and gotten right with the most high, ain't no telling where you'll be. You know, I always tell people, change is often viewed as an unwelcome guest. People say they want change, but they never welcome it. You learn something new every day. The universe teaches you something new every day. You're never too old to learn something. And it's all about growth and learning. And you're right. You got to leave something for your kids. You got to be able to leave a mark on society. So when people sit down and talk about you, they can smile and say, that was a good one. That person sowed good seeds. That person helped me when no one else could. That person gave me a platform to speak when no one else would. That person listened to me when I was on the edge. 
And that's why I love you, my brother. I love you too. And see, this would need to go on. These type of, I know we was here talking about distress in the bedroom, <clears throat> but <clears throat> for the audience, if you think about it, all these topics that we just talked about leads to distress because your mind is the main thing when you go in there. If your mind is clear, you can focus on your objective. If you don't have no qualms about anything going on, you don't have no distrust about this person and you got life, you got the proper life, you can go in there, you can make magic. The whole thing is to get a clear landing first. So you got to address all of these different elephants in the room before you get there. And the only way that you do that is if you have a, a solid conversation with that individual over time and also pick their brain and have proper discernment to know this the right person for me to have that experience with. Indeed. Well, I thank you so much, my brother, for being on here. I know I'm going to get a lot of feedback because... You know, as always, you speak from the from the heart and you're very sincere when you talk. And um, I don't want anyone asking me where do um, we get that designer outfit from that I fit. He just said, it's, uh, don't please don't don't ask me nothing like that because <laughs> I don't he was being facetious. <laughs> No, nah, I'm serious, them boys, they got the mind fit, man. They look, they be paying stuff up. Look, see, you know, ever since I lost my weight, I go to the mall every week, right? Cause mm -hmm. number one, you know, I gotta build my wardrobe, but then that's good exercise. Mm -hmm. So I go to the gallery, you mm -hmm. know, and, and I see celebrities, I see mm -hmm. people walk around, and everybody got a Zara bag or express bag, each and them bag. Them boys be up in there, they be trying to put that two for twenty together. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> They all won't mess with no Mesa. They ain't rocking no polo. They got some plain Jane, but they're going to do it the same. They're going to make it look real good for you with the retarded shoe with the big sole on the bottom. So you got to be ready for the outfit. You know what I'm saying? If you see a brother come up in there and the best thing he got on him is the outfit. Be ready. He ain't shit. Just, just watch what happened. <laughs> watch what happened. Watch for, watch for the curve. Watch for the hook, because it's going to come. Jesus Christ and the Latter-day Saints. <laughs> I thank you, my brother. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you for being on here. I look forward to us having dinner soon. Yes, ma'am. Uh, I thank you so much. I thank you for always dropping your wisdom. Um, you're always there when I need you the most. Thank you. As always, I pray God keep you and yours going in and going out. And in the words of my best friend, James Cole, it's all the way up. Already. And, and shout out to Jane. That's my partner. I used to see <laughs> James all the time at Jones Hall. You know, yes. I, I do business down there. So I see him a lot. Um, and also, I, I just wanted to say to the people that, you know, hey, if, if you're looking to, you know, get some more information or hear anything else that I have going on, you can always follow me on IG World of Comedy 5. That's World of Comedy 5. Uh, also on Facebook, my name is Ken Mills. Um, and if you want to tune in to my television show, um, we have them first on YouTube every Thursday night at 8 p.m. on Boss Up Houston Network on YouTube and Facebook. 
um, and it's called Unbiased. So you could just do a search for Unbiased with Ken Mills. If you go to my page, you'll see all the links. But just come through. We talk about everything. Uh, but I want to thank Nisha for this uh, for this great opportunity again. And I'm gonna have on my platform again because she's been on there already with the uh, with the relationship talk episode that we did for Worldviews with Ken Mills, which was the previous season. Yes, and I have uh, I got somebody that was on this show be crushing hard. <laughs> okay, okay, you should do that. <laughs> too young, too young, he's too young. Oh, he's in his twenties. <laughs> so what? My wife's younger than me, but he's like twenty eight or twenty nine. I just he is the sweetest. He's he's a good comedian, and I I enjoy when when we do talk, you know, because we do have little conversations every now and then. He'll Facetime me randomly, we'll chit chat. <laughs> we supposed to went out, but so much stuff has transpired. But yeah, that's we'll have to talk off offline. <laughs> Sister, you missing your blessing. You missing your blessings. See what I'm saying? See see that's what I'm talking about right there, sisters. I'm going to tell you something. Look, you you ask God to send you somebody, and then you show them away, and then you I'm go back sure to God. Look, 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 then you ask God again, and you say, God, can you please just send me a man? And God going to tell you, yes, I did. I sent you the man, but you say his breath stank. He was too young. Or he he was, uh, you know, this, that, and other. But you got to accept your blessings I'm going to call him. I'm going to call him tonight, okay? Yeah, yeah, give a brother a chance, man. Give a brother a chance. Cause look, that might that might change your life. You saw what it did to Stella when she got with Winston. Oh. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, my brother. Thank you for being on. You're right. I'll give him a call. Already. Blessings, my love. All right. Talk to y'all soon. Y'all have a great evening. Good evening.